Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Fiscum All, your weekly consistency check on America's political and legal file systems. This is a special bonus subscriber-only episode. What that means is I am not going to say a single peep about it on Twitter. I'm not going to post about it on Facebook. I'm not even going to mention that it exists. It is here because those of you who have subscribed to the podcast so far, uh, I basically owe y'all because y'all are my guinea pigs. Y'all have tuned in when you had absolutely no idea if I was going to produce anything at all worth listening to, and I appreciate each of you tremendously for that. So this is going to be a subscriber-only edition. You're welcome to tell your friends about it. You can share it with them if you like, but I'm going to stay radio silent on the entire thing. I'm putting together this mini episode for the midweek because we've just had a bunch of stuff happen since our Monday release for the last episode. You might remember at the tail end of that episode, we talked about the fact that our beloved, beloved Cheeto-in-Chief, Donald Trump, fired the FBI director. What we didn't know at the time when we went ahead and released that particular podcast is that the next day... Trump invited Russian spies into the Oval. Among them was a photographer for the Russian government-run media agency that quote-unquote tricked the White House into letting him in. God, can you imagine this guy doing negotiations over like nuclear stockpiles and shit? You get tricked by a photographer, but man, we trust your negotiating skills. Jesus Christ. Then we end up learning that the president tried to pressure the FBI director that he fired, into dropping the investigation into Mike Flynn, the known foreign agent working for, I think it was Turkey, uh, that actually got hired by the White House to be our national security agent. Of course, he has ties to the Soviets as well. And then, on top of all that, you had video posted online of Turkish government employees who were in town for... Uh, their prime minister's visit to the White House, they basically just bum-rushed a bunch of protesters and beat the everlasting shit out of them uh, in front of the White House on American soil, but they're not going to be prosecuted because of diplomatic immunity, and they're not going to be expelled because your president is a pussy. And then, on top of that, today, we have the appointment of a special prosecutor who will be taking over the Russia investigation. So, a whole lot of new information that is going on Normally, we would cover this in our normal uh, podcast routine, but next week we're going to be handling a, a bunch of listener questions. We're going to probably call it uh, What the Fisk or WT Fisk, your choice. So I wanted to get that particular news out to you so you knew what was going on in the world, but then I also wanted to share one particular audio clip from the president as he was speaking at a uh, commencement ceremony at the Coast Guard Academy. Now remember, these are students who are joining the military. The Coast Guard is part of the military. And listen to this clip. Look at the way I've been treated lately. No politician in history, and I say this with great surety, has been treated worse or more unfairly. Now, I want y'all to understand, I'm not a historian, I don't know very many famous people, but I would guess, maybe just a little bit, that Abraham Lincoln probably thought he was treated unfairly when he was shot dead. 
President Garfield probably thought he was treated unfairly when he was shot dead. Or maybe William McKinley when he was shot dead. Or maybe John F. Kennedy when he was shot dead. Or presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy when he was shot dead. Or even if you don't count the dead ones, I would suspect Teddy Roosevelt probably felt he was treated unfairly when he got shot. I'm sure Ronald Reagan thought the same. Like, you know, to say that Trump is a snowflake or a beta is an insult to snowflakes and betas. Like, this dude has reached gamma or delta-level bitch-assness right here. Like, I have not seen a president in my lifetime who has whined as much as Donald Trump has whined. But you know what? Let's say, for the sake of argument, that he's right, that he has been treated more unfairly than any president ever, and he says that with great surety. Well, you know what? I might as well pile on. So here's the purpose of this particular podcast. You might remember about a year ago, I got asked what my opinion was on Donald Trump becoming the GOP's nominee. So this is back around May 3rd of 2016. And my response to that question was that I thought Trump was, and I quote, a clusterfuck in a dumpster fire on the deck of the Titanic, headlined by Nickelback, at Waterloo, covered by CNN. And that particular tweet happened to go viral. It was fun. I enjoyed it. But after he got elected, knowing this guy was going to be a total fucking abomination to the presidency, we started compiling alliterative Trump nicknames. We actually had a hashtag, hashtag alliterative Trump nicknames. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you every single one that we have come up with so far for you to use as you see fit for the rest of your life or the rest of Donald Trump's tenure, whichever happens to end first. All right. So all of these are designed to roll off the tongue. Most of them also slightly incorporate a little bit about his looks and his governing tendencies. So here's the list. I haven't actually counted how many there are, but they are in alphabetical order. You've already heard this one if you listened in last week. We have Donald Trump, the apricot authoritarian. He is also known as the cantaloupe Caligula. Our cheddar Ceausescu, the Cheeto-in-Chief. Citrus Stalin, the Dorito Duterte. Or he could be the habanero Hussein. The Kumquat Comrade, our very own Mandarin Monarch, Donald Trump, Mango Mussolini, or maybe prefer Marmalade Mugabe, or Momortica Milosevic. I did not know Momortica was a fruit. You should actually check it out. You also have Narangelo Nixon, which you'll notice is small, like Trump's hands, and orange like the president himself. And it's about Nixon, because guess what? We think the guy's got tapes in the White House. You also have Donald Trump, the Nectarine Nazi, our very own Orange Ortega, the Papaya Potus, one of my favorites that y'all heard me use on an earlier episode. He is also our parody president, the Pumpkin Pinochet, the Saffron Seiko, our Tangerine Tyrant, our very own Terracotta Tojo, the Velveeta Vladimir. So that is our list of alliterative Trump nicknames. None of these are copyrighted or trademarked or anything else. They are in the public domain. Go use them, repeat them, enjoy them. And please make sure to tune in next week as we have our very first What the Fisk segment where we answer your questions. 
So y'all, that's it for our very first bonus subscriber-only episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And on behalf of myself, Samson, Mike the Sound Guy, and everyone else here, I hope all of you have a fantastic rest of your week. Thanks for listening.